Hi everyone, welcome back to TVI, Carl Donnelly here. Julian Dean here, hi. It's episode 99, we've got a returning guest, um, Jenny Collier, very funny comedian. Um, also, uh, we talk about the fact that she's, we've, we've talked a lot in the podcast during lockdown about getting out, like what it'd be like to get another job and things like that. Jenny, yes, Jenny did that. She's well, not not retrained, but she's basically rather than sit around moaning about it, she went out and just before went into a doctor's surgery and moaning about it in there. <laughs> <laughs> so she got a job. So we we talk to a comedian who's currently doing other stuff. An actual job. Yeah, about what it's like to transition out of being an unemployed clown. I think I'm going to be next. I'm going to be doing some live, Insta live from my job. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know what, but we'll see. Well, you put a shout out, mate. Has anyone got any jobs going for her? Seriously, one that I can work from home doing. Well, I mean, most jobs are currently from home. Aren't oh, yeah. They? Well, I suppose apart I'd from happily that, get Amazon out about though. I'd quite like a building site, but only for like for the first day you'd just quit, wouldn't you? The, <laughs> you I, the would. idea of it would be no. <laughs> I definitely, yeah. I mean, it's hard as shit, man. I wouldn't. I might I get one over the it. summer if gigs aren't back. Do some odd carrying. <laughs> It'd just be one of them guys waiting out on a corner for one of them sort of Polish vans to drive up and open the door <laughs> and you all dive in. Um, anyway. What we're saying is it's a very fun episode. It's good to catch up with Jen again. Um, thanks to all our patrons for being patrons. Thank you, patrons. You can um, sign we've up. We've now got um, Discord, haven't we? Yeah, we've got to set up a Discord uh, channel. So if you're on there, you can come and find us. Uh, we've put the link up on the Facebook page. Yeah, um, TBI and uh, so yeah, you can to join. everybody. And patrons have gotten extra few things yeah they just basically get their own little secret chat channels if they want but um so yeah but if there's also sort of public chat um come and chat about the podcast come and chat to us who knows we've only just signed up to it and we're trying to work it out but enjoy and uh that's it in it that's it mate thanks enjoy this episode Hi everyone, welcome back to TVI. Carl Donnelly here. Hi, Julian Dean here. Returning guest, Denny Collier. Uh, that's Jenny Collier. <laughs> hey, Denny. <laughs> Denny. It's Denny with a D, is it? <laughs> Basically, before we hit record, you've just told us that you had uh, this week, you had quite a traumatic experience with a um, with somebody on the phone who thought you were a chap. Dr. Denny. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what, basically, let's, the, the, the context of the story is you are one of the comedians who, uh, rather than rest on their laurels and wait for the things to return, you actually went and got a, a, a new job for I the thought, time which being. Be, which would be easiest, investing in um, podcast equipment slash <laughs> an O-ring light yeah. or whatever, um, or applying to become a frontline lifesaver. So you work for the NHS. I'll get a ring light any day, yeah. man. <laughs> that shit, man. Get down Wilco's ASAP. <laughs> yeah. After about a week on the front line, I realised the error of my ways. So what are you actually doing? What's your job title? Can you see that? I am new. Please be patient. Yes. So you, you could, they have only gave that badge to you and you've been there for I am three new. years. You better not be a patient because <laughs> otherwise you're dead. <laughs> what, um, what is your job title and what I are you doing? I am... 
an an GP receptionist. Oh, but you're too nice to be a GP receptionist. Oh, don't worry. It brings out the very worst in my personality. Because we, I saw a funny. So can you get me a vaccine, like on the sly? I've already had the vaccine. I've had it for me. Yeah, yeah. And I've got um. I've got lateral flow tests coming out of my ear holes. What's lateral flow? They're the quick ones. I can do them whenever, whenever I feel like it. Is that like balanced it. on top of your laptop? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a, I've got a chest of shelves. Oh, right, okay. there. Yeah. Um, chest of shelves. So, a shelf. I saw, I saw a funny tweet this week that was uh, somebody just oh, did thanks, like man. somebody did a, a, a since I muted Julian, I see more funny tweets. <laughs> um, it, it said vet receptionist. Oh hi, how are you? Oh, that's so sad to hear that your, your pet's in. And then it just had a doctor's receptionist. Who the fuck are you and why are you calling? <laughs> and it's just because I am my. I've got a weird one. My dentist, my dentist receptionist is without doubt the nicest receptionist I've ever spoken to. My doctor's one. It's because she's rudest... on about four grand a day, though. Yeah, yeah. But the doctor's receptionist at my one is rude, like proper yes. rude. Well, it's stereotypical. They are like horrible, horrible bitches. Is that because they're and around, am... like consistently around? Like you get, like there's a lot of negativity in a doctor's surgery, isn't there? Also, like... ill people tend to be, I reckon, a bit more impatient than your normal people. Yeah, so you're dealing they're cust- with their customer clientele are a bit moody aren't they when they're coming in for their chemo blah 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 (laughs) and i'm not sure if you've heard but the nhs is under some strain i've I've heard of that is it so um what you've got do you remember the show finders keepers kids Mm. show finders keepers with neil and it was like rifling through something just um fluttering about and you have to find something yeah it's quite a lot like that with patients files or like results you have to go into a room and there's like, it's like a foam party. Um, there's somebody, there's seven people shouting at you about something you did wrong oh yesterday. God. The phone is incessantly ringing. Do you just put your badge on and say, have some patience. I can't wear the badge anymore because it makes people crosser. Oh, so really? I have had to stop wearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you should just wow. have a badge saying volunteer written on it. That's a get out of jail card, <laughs> isn't it? But, just have a badge saying I've got COVID back away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so... So anyway, so yes, yeah, so you now you work as a GP's receptionist. Where is this? Barnes. Barnes, Southwest Sunday. It's nice I've Barnes. Moved, is it not? I thought I've it would be Barnes. Barnes is nice. I thought the clientele at the you know, the doctors would be quite um twee. And we nice. get a lot of lords and countesses. Yes. And I'll tell you what, so when we when I lived in Will's Willie J near you, yeah. I remember you saying you like to live in a place that's got a bit of edge. <laughs> and I remember being like, eh? Why would you want that? Yeah. Now I live in Barnes, I would kill for a little bit of edge. Oh, really? Is it? Oh is, I genuinely think it's a, yeah, I, because, you know, Harlesden is still ghetto, isn't it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anytime I spend longer than, it depends where, if I'm somewhere like Australia where it's sunny and it's lovely and everyone's nice, I can live with that. But if somewhere, there's something about somewhere nice in England where it just feels fake, doesn't it? It's like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? I yeah. don't trust them. So it's like when and I lived also, in Sussex and everyone was so nice and they loved where they lived so much. And I was like, they're not like, dealing with their, their real stuff. There's something underneath. Yeah. It felt like, you know, the film Get Out. And it's like everyone feels like there's something else going on, man. That's what, yeah, that's what yeah. Horsham in Sussex <laughs> felt like. Um, in Barnes, um, there's people who uh, shout at you in the queue in Gales. Yeah. Oh because, um, because you're not standing far enough away or like yes. that sort of thing. And it's like, 
uh, or you didn't see the queue because it was just one man holding a pram and you thought that he was waiting for somebody. Yeah, yeah. So you go in and then instead of going, oh, actually, there's a queue. He's like, there's a queue, you know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it's like, why are you so shitty? Middle class got... passive aggressive behavior is so much more. I'd rather somebody, what the fuck are you doing, man? I'd rather that. Because <laughs> at least yeah, you're yeah. right. All right, I'm up to speed now. The at least you can have a straightener outside the shop. <laughs> yeah, you, know, what you I mean? know, you can throw down or shit yourself. That's your two options. <laughs> Take it to the cobbles, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but in other ways it is I think that might be our next uh, music track there. take it to the cobbles <laughs> with slimy J. Um, well um so anyway so that, that's we're up to speed for everyone listening so you had you spoke to somebody on the phone this week who thought uh, at the end of the phone call thought you at were the a end man. of a lengthy lengthy phone call where i was stereotypically, stereotypically unhelpful yeah. I, I tried to stand in the way of her and something she wanted. In the end, I gave her what she wanted. Yeah. Um, her asthma inhaler. <laughs> 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 there was another quote about receptionists in GP surgery, which was something like, um, every, every, appoint, uh, every GP receptionist sees a patient having an appointment as a personal failure. Yeah, <laughs> <So it's> like, <laughs> that, it does feel a bit like that. Yeah, and so whatever I don't remember exactly what it was that she w- had wanted, but I kind of reluctantly gave it to her after <laughs> her a really long call. death certificate. Like, <laughs> Fuck it, all right, man. Shit, <laughs> a cancer result. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, where's the fire, mate? Calm down. I tell you what makes it harder. <laughs> Chill out, so... Bint. It's <laughs> <laughs> my lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to say something in defence of um, GP receptionist now which is your job can only make everyone around you's day worse because reception the doctors don't want to see any patients yeah. so every patient you give them they're like i'm not wow. dealing with this today and so you're like yeah, you're tr- yeah. the middleman and then the person who so wants doctors are the arseholes there are so, like not all of them are assholes but um there was one on friday that was um an absolute asshole yeah, um, yeah yeah, yeah. I, I feel worried about that not that any of them know i'm a comedian or that i'd be on a podcast yeah, yeah, um, yeah. we send that we send this to them <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this is streamed on nhs radio <laughs> surgeries. But yeah all our duty doctors like the emergency ones are very reluctant yeah to help and they, they've, they've that, got a lot on their plate but i would that's what i would say i was going to say in defense of everyone involved yourselves included um it's it is a case of you know, it is so busy, you know, like surgeries now, you know, it's not like they're building loads of surgeries, even though, you know, the, the, to say London, the population in London is over 8 million people, you know, before the coronavirus, during the week, it was 10 million during the week, you know what I mean? When the now it's of about workers. four. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know I mean, like it is, it's not like in that sort of last 20 years as that's boosted, that rocketed, they've built an extra... 20 gp surgeries in every area have they so it is it's not the fault of anyone at the surgeries so i i sometimes like find myself laughing at how rude they can be because but also because i think what takes the edge off is knowing that they are under incredible pressure incredible pressure and um all of that plus you're getting like a dollar an hour yeah yeah yeah. it's really shocking like when i look back at doing comedy and doing this thing that i love for however much that I made and then going to a job that is 
horrendous. Yeah. And all right, you don't have like major responsibility, but somebody might die if you did something wrong. And you're getting <laughs> no, paid it's, like it's way more responsibility than comedy is. The only person who's dying is me on stage. <laughs> At every gig. <laughs> I, um, when my dad when my dad died in uh, two thousand and sorry, not really. Like the, this morning, I was not really, but I was. Um, I, I rang the, my sister rang me and she said, and this isn't doctor surgery, but this is, you know, a hospital, but it was quite amusing. Even at the time, like my sister rang me said, he's gone. So I rang the hospital and the woman answered the phone. And, um, and I said, I understand that, um, Tommy Dean's died. And she was like, Oh no, he's up in bed. He's all right. No. Oh, and then she came, she went away. She came back to the phone about a minute later and she went, Oh no, he's dead. Fucking hell. Oh my god! Even, even though I was like, I was in shock a, a lot, obviously. But that is. Like, I was like, that's that's um, it's crazy fine. mistake. It's such. A, I mean, that is about as big a mistake you can make that's as a receptionist. Oh no, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> oh no. Oh, I told somebody in a wheelchair to have a seat the other day. Oh. You're, you're busy. There are things happening. You can't like necessarily come out with the correct sentence all the time. Yes. E.g., that person is alive or dead. Or yeah, um, you know it is. They... I mean, again, hospitals. It's a total like, it's potluck, isn't it? As to the sort of you don't you don't know what that person's day has been like. That's always that's always my thing, especially with like I have that with uh, people that work in shops. You know, you know, I, mean, I, I, I never trust anyone who's rude to people that work in shops and like waiters I know, and yeah. waitresses. Like, I like, like you know, waiters and a they're not getting paid enough, and b and I know that people say, well, what should we be doing the job then? Should it? It's like no, but. I'm not. I'm not saying I want them to be rude because they're not getting paid enough. But I don't mind if I've caught them at a bit of a down moment. Yeah. yeah and they've yeah. just slightly reacted, not how you probably should in, you know, customer service. But I just think people that go in with that thing of like the customer's always right. It's like, have you not? Yeah. Have you met anyone like the customers? I've I've worked in pubs. It's always wrong. The cust- customers <laughs> are, I'd say, off, often more wrong than the staff. <laughs> so let's you know, let's not. I think forget that but um but in hospitals yeah i've met some rude people were like proper in the last year like with having a baby like you know some of the staff was so nice and you, you couldn't believe how nice they were considering the circumstances and strain they're under and yeah. some of them you're like even though you're under strain you're still a bit too much of an arsehole <laughs> i think you might <laughs> yeah. just be an arsehole in real yeah, life yeah. <laughs> so it's just a lottery in it yes but, um, you never wa- know what you're gonna get how long have you been back in the in the real world then working? Um, I began working there in September. So how is it to actually? Because you know we've talked about this a lot over the pandemic, me and Julian, and with guests about the what it would be like to transition back to a day job, and uh, you know the sort of how we're desperately clinging on not having to do that, even though it's fucking hard at times. Um, like, is it as mentally challenging as we think it would be? Um. There's pluses and minuses because before I got this job, I was doing things like selling my running armband on eBay for like one pound twenty. So I was like, I need to make a profit somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was really wondering how. And then you're doing gigs the way you're getting paid less than the tooth fairy pays for a tooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, this needs to. So that was good because it meant that I wasn't spending my pension. Um, but it also meant that because although it's stressful and horrible a lot of the time, it keeps me so very busy that I don't have time to dwell on anything yeah, yeah, um, yeah. vaguely 
uh, existential. Yes. And is it making you genuinely like miss, like you've, like, is it made you have a, like, you know, really respect how easy comedy is? Um, It's made me think I will never again take for granted having a lion, having a nice leisurely morning, got a gig in the evening, going to drive to wherever, see some pals, do a gig. Yeah, yeah. Get paid more than you get paid for a week of work as a GP receptionist. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Not all the time, but sometimes. No, no. How and many hours a week do you do? Is it like 35. 35 okay. hours. That is, yeah. that's over a month of gigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it is, yeah. I mean, it is that That's thing. more I, than a month of Edinburgh, isn't uh, it? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. But you don't, I suppose you don't have to live at the GPs. But I moved and, uh... to Barnes to be near to the doctor. So I, I got oh, this really? job in September when I lived in Wilsdon Green. Um, but then the lease ran out. So then I was like, right, I've got this terrible job <laughs> and I don't know what I'm doing. Found, happened to find a place that's 20 minutes, quarter of an hour walk from work. Um, so now I walk to and from work. So it's actually really nice um, in some ways because I don't Barnes have to get Barnes is lovely, food. isn't it? It is nice, actually. It's got that, a pond. Um, it's right by the river. Yeah, um, it is. Um, so what also... made you go for that particular job? Oh, I applied for approximately 100 jobs and this Whoa. was the only, only one I got. What, just varying jobs? Just any, just whatever? Well, because I had a history of um, fertility clinic reception. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> So you worked. You worked in a. Um, I don't know why that before this. I worked in a jizz shop many jizz years shop. ago. You worked in a fertility clinic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A jizz um... shop. <laughs> we all. Every job to me is a jizz shop. <laughs> every room is a jizz shop. Um, so that was that's nice fertility clinic because we did IVF me and my wife and everyone there was well nice. There, that's a nice. Oh, nice, sexy. We did it at the Wolfson Clinic at the um, Hammersmith and Chelsea Hospital, attached to it. I love everyone was so nice from the. That's oh. where you had to go and have a wank. In yeah, there. that's where I had to wank in the in the hospital. I've done that. Yeah, not really. But what um... you wanked in hospitals, but not when everyone <laughs> asked for it. You just Everybody did it thought, when you were visiting you... your dying father. <laughs> um, sorry, that's a bit cheer dark. My, cheer my, just to cheer myself up a little bit, a little bit of release. <laughs> what, um, but what was it like working in the jizz shop then? Was there like regulars? Um, so we weren't... Did we you have to set the room up and get a little magazine and put it on the table and that kind of thing? Everyone always thought I was, everyone assumes I was the wank nurse. But yeah. they didn't do that in our place. They did the wanking <laughs> oh, in a different building. It's quite a, it's quite a rude assumption to make about you, isn't it? You were yeah, the yeah. Nurse, <laughs> She's got strong-looking wrists. Um, um, but it's the room actually in question that you have to wank in is pretty sort of. I I, I know it's, you shouldn't expect much, but I did think it would be a little bit sexier than it was. Uh, <laughs> it's very it much like? a um, sterile little hospital room, single little hospital bed with like them very crisp white sterile sheets. You know, there's a medical If they had a nurse bin. that was doing it for you, would it be better? Uh, are you asking? Yeah, uh, would it? I don't think it would. I think yeah. it'd be quite awkward to. Um, <laughs> Can't you, know. you get your partner to do it? 
Well, like, we weren't told that was an option. This is a, it's a genuine. I know some people that that has been an option they were offered. Ours was standard. I was just told. I was given a pot and said, what, like, ask your said, partner to what? Wank, wank you off? Yeah. It's, it's, it's allowed. You've been there for about four hours. <laughs> <laughs> It's like fucking swapping wrists. Oh god, just be like an ordeal. Oh god. Um, when I worked in um, the Spaff Emporium, the I had somebody on the phone once ask if if um, they were going to be able to be helped by one. I'm of doing us. it now by one of <laughs> one of one of the staff. Yeah, yeah. Fucking he was like, "So what happens? Do you help us?" And I was like. What have you never wanked before? <laughs> so, do they give you advice on like tell you to like maybe not come for a couple of days before? So, yeah, it's so like you can all one day, to, or yeah. in my case, about four hours before. <laughs> so there's a, there's you, a they have to put you in, they put you handcuffs behind your back to stop you for three days. <laughs> it's yeah, it's three days you're not allowed to do one for. Uh, but in the build up, you know, you're meant to keep it semi regular. Yeah, they and don't want you to have built it up. No, to, it's not. Yeah. You, yeah, you've got to do... So basically, three days before, you just knock one out. Three days? And then, oh. and then you wait. So then on the third day, you go in and, and do it in the clinic. I mean, that makes sense, doesn't it? Like, you'll be in there. If you've had five that day, you're going to... Might take a while in the room. Well, there won't be enough to come out, is there? You're not, you've not got infinite sperm. Speak for yourself, mate. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing Where's the to be bucket? proud of. <laughs> um, I love how it's splashed all over the floor. Your um, USP was wanking all the time. Yeah. Julian. I mean, that's always been Julian's USP. <laughs> Literally from the first my day keys, I met him. My key selling point. <laughs> it's on his business card. Uh, but... I'm a massive wanker. No, I don't do it that much. Um, so, yes. So you say, yeah, so about so you found it what's it like having a is there something quite nice about having a regular income though that's actually stable? Um there is something a bit nice about that after yeah, after like six months of will we get another government payout? Yeah, will yeah, yeah. like will I get any more gigs? Um but like I say, the quantity is so oh, yeah. poor. Um but also I'm not very um mathematically apt. So I kept getting these paychecks and being like, wow, I'm getting paid barely anything. And then it turned out that I was on the wrong tax code. Oh, and so I yeah. just got, so I don't really know what the, in, when it's all ironed out in a few months, whether I'll be any better off from. You're not going to get a windfall. I've already had a small one from it, but yeah. I think that'll, that'll be it now. But it is, um, it is like, you know, it is mad, isn't it? How sort of like you know i mean i, I feel very lucky that I'd, i've not had to get a job yet mm. but then i'm saying that i've had some government money coming in but not a lot not i uh, yeah i haven't had a lot so it's it's been like proper tight purse strings um, yeah but, i mean uh, for, in that way it has been all right because there is some income but the thing that you forget when you're a comedian is that you, there's like a small income from doing jobs like this but it takes your whole life Yes. So like seven, eight hours a day gone to yeah. taking poo off people, constantly getting handed bags of piss. Yeah. On the way to work. Eight hours. By your flatmates. <laughs> <laughs> Could you throw this in the wheelie bin on the way back? <laughs> oh, what's that like? So you moved, you moved into a new place during the p p coronavirus pandemic. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't during a lockdown. So it was okay. all like 
um, it wasn't too. What's it like? What are your new housemates? Like, do you know them, or is it some? Was it a totally new house share? Totally brand new strangers. And the day I came to view it, I went to go and view another place down the road, and the woman was. Do you know Richard Wilson? I don't believe it. His daughter, and she plied me with champagne in her house, and she's like, um, really nice. House is really nice, but the room was very small and damp. So, but she gives me a load of champagne and then I was like, I gotta go, I've got another viewing. So I rock up here. Pissed. Yeah. And um, and I lolled at how small the room was in front of the new housemates and stuff. It was all like really <laughs> Imagine not you're great. showing someone around the, that potentially <laughs> flatmate and they just stink of booze. And like, <laughs> I arrived, I was this like- This place is a <laughs> shit hole, no, I'll take it. I honestly, I was, I was like, I'm sorry. I've just had champagne at the other house. And then one of the housemates was kind of like this with folded arms. Yeah. And I did like I would in a gig. I was like, what's wrong with you? It was fucking all right, mate. She starts slamming them. And then I laughed out loud at how small the room was. Oh, no. And then about a week later, I came crawling back like, actually, can I take the room? Can I live here, please? And they left me dangling for and a bit. Are they nice? Do you get on well with them? Someone better. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I'll take that as a no. <laughs> um, no, it's... Uh, it's yeah, again, that's another... Are they working from home or are they all out working during the day? Um, furlough and working from home. Oh, furlough's the dream, isn't it? That's the I sort know. of that's yeah, how best, yeah. 80% that's, they're getting. That's 80% right, to just not work. That is no, the, some of them are getting all of it. Oh man. Oh, because some of the companies top up the yeah, it's madness. That is the dream. It's made a lot of people kind of miss their job actually though, isn't it? Just being at home all the time. They kind of start to miss it a bit. And when yeah, they go back, yeah. they're gonna have kind of more positive I think so like, energy towards what they do yeah but I think oh. that's probably I, th- I, I guarantee within about two weeks I'll be back to going fucking hell <laughs> can't be asked with this fucking shit you took the stapler for fuck's sake <laughs> and are you still doing gigs as well though like sort of zoom gigs Online. and stuff zoom, um, you, like what's your what's your policy are you like i'm actually taking a break or is it i'm gonna keep my toe in until things keep my toe in. i'm keeping my toe in um but uh december was really busy and then i feel like january february have just been a bit like oh here's four gigs a week none of them are paying yeah, yeah. December was mental. Like I, it's and it happened really quick. I remember, like, obviously, I was I had loads of live stuff in, and then we went in, back into lockdown. They all got cancelled. Yeah, yeah. I was really down, and for about a week, I was like, "Well, that's fucked. Christmas is fucked," and I was all annoyed. And then I just suddenly picked up all these weird Zoom Christmas gigs. Yeah. And like, I suddenly was like, there was days when I was like, I did three in one day. Um, like a lunchtime one, an early evening, an evening, yeah. all like decent money. Yeah. And like, but by, by the third one, I was like, oh fucking hell, man, I need a break. <laughs> it's three gigs in a day. I was actually getting, I was doing that thing of getting annoyed with the gigs. But um, but yeah, January was nothing. Yes. <laughs> this month's yeah. been a little bit. Sort of things have started to sort of seem seemingly happen again. I think January, everyone just went into like depressed start yeah. of the year mode. It's a bit slow January anyway, isn't it? In real it? life, yeah, like, cool. in it all, always in is. In real world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really loving like gigging before this lockdown. Like we did the banana together, Jenny, didn't we? And it was so nice, wasn't it? Was it? Really just, nice, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Mm. it. It was that, what you really appreciated, I found was something again, I've always, I've always again taken for granted just that that little bit of camaraderie, like in a dressing room and just sitting around and 
it just you know that moment where you forget it's not just a solo sport where you're doing yeah you go on and do your stuff actually there is a before and after yeah and i forgot i really love that yeah especially the banana as well because everyone there's really nice and you're sitting down in a dr- nice dressing room having mm. a beer and all that it's just like oh this is lovely, lovely isn't it yeah not every gig's like that obviously there's still the odd <laughs> gig where you show up and you're like oh i'm on with this can i might go and sit in a car until stage time. <laughs> do you know who does that do you know um simon brodkin lee, uh, lee yeah, nelson, lee that, nelson yeah. for any listeners who don't know his real name um he's no he's like he's this is because he's such a professional simon is he's always he's getting ready going through st- Stuff. he does new stuff at every gig right so yeah he's he does this amazing thing where he's like it, it feels the first time you, you you're on the receiving end of it like in the dressing room you're like fucking all right mate what have i done uh but then you find out he's genuinely just getting in his head in the right place some comedians need to do that it's a so proper he's, professional he sits attitude, in the car like, I, and just comes in just as he's back to on stage that. I can't do that. I need to warm up a bit by if chatting i'm studying people. material before i go on i'm not in a good frame when i go on if that makes yeah, sense yeah. like i can't be studying all day yeah. i have to just i have to it has to be like it's nothing you know and then go on yes mm-hmm. it makes it you know it's like a fun thing have you I'm ever looking the... and arranging words and like yeah 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 i don't know it's like i go on and i'm like just i'm taking a lot of fucking <laughs> left brain with me do you it's know what i mean going out and suddenly you're part of a communal fun events and you've just oh. been backstage reading yeah, like yeah. no like the, the other flip side is have you ever done the one me and sean walsh have done this a couple of times we did a run in australia together and there was times where we just had such a we were just pissing around on the way to the gig and like backstage so much like we were just laughing and messing around that actually when you went on stage you're almost you're in too good a mood that the moment you went on, actually, there was that slight dip to people having an expectation for you to just be funny. Like, we both sort of struggled a bit at the gig because we got a little bit too giddy and overexcited <laughs> and went on. And basically, the the audience didn't weren't as fun as we were having backstage. You haven't met them at their energy. Like yeah, we have come on all, I'm just laughing with a mate backstage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <everyone>. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, all right, mate, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're meant to make yeah. us like you. You're not just coming on like, we don't, we're not your mate, mate. You've got to impress yeah. us. <laughs> but um, we did a good, we, me and Julian did a gig last night together and uh, very nice. But we both like basically we were, it was one of the ones where you know the front row was like unmuted but it was quite a small front row like the audience was actually it's a, lo- it's a lovely uh, outside the box lovely yeah, it was great. Gigs, didn't they, but like, it was Brown. like 105 people or something watching eight, actually, of eight of them were unmuted, it just unmuted. Felt, i felt like i was bombing so i started to speed <laughs> up i was thinking this ain't really getting what like 100 people feels like yeah but um, I, it was they were laughing i was t- yeah yeah <laughs> i hate it when you do a zoom a gig and you gig. see this yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, they must yeah, be yeah. muted, and they ain't. And they're not. They're just. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just pretend to freeze. Who la- who <laughs> laughs my wife is gone. I don't understand people that laugh silently. I had one um, in the summer where the gig had gone what I deemed to be well, and I was like, "Oh, it's really nice," and we all hung around at the end for a, for a drink in the green room. And as the audience were filing out and like signing out or whatever, I just heard one of them go, "I didn't like the girl." Oh, and it was like God. right right into Ooh. my head yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i heard Ouch. there was um was it last night or the night before i did a charity gig on friday night 
and th- like everyone was unmuted but everyone but they were all they all had their volume like they were told to put their input volume down to like 20 percent. so you yeah. could you could hear the sort of laughter it was actually quite a nice system but there it's was a good few, idea to do that there was a few oldies in there obviously didn't know how to do that so and they, like there was one old couple just like on a sofa watching and every now and again you just hear them it was like goggle box like i'll be watching the other acts like before i was on and you'd hear one of them go, oh, this one's quite good. <laughs> like, it was really, you know, they weren't digging anyone out. But I was, it was such a risk. I was like, when I'm on, I guarantee it's going to be like, well, this one, I don't like this one. He's swearing too much. I know, in the comments as well, you could like, they're coming I never, up. I always have that, run, sh- like, oh. I have the chat shut, man. I do not look, if one pops up, I don't even look at it, man. I can't, imagine getting a silent, because that's a proper silent heckle, isn't it? You're sitting having a chat front rows laughing and you see come up in words this guy's dog shit <laughs> times the comedy star you're like in the middle of a bit <laughs> somebody did that on friday actually to um to rich wilson not the richard wilson that uh jenny mentioned but some guy just tried that whole he'd like literally rich was like all right mate how you doing where are you where have you been like he just turned his camera on whatever and then i was waiting for the comedy to start i was like oh, come on mate you know you just <laughs> So I've not been to a gig in probably a lot of the 18 time months, they're just trying to play with. with you, aren't they? The audience, they don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's not meaning it, yeah, he's just playing, but it's just I just booted him out of the Zoom. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the way Banned to deal with him from Zoom forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the uh, in the very early Zooms, there was one I did where there was no audience whatsoever, you were literally just doing the gig. Oh, yeah, yeah, they were the worst so horrific and then there was um like youtube comments along the side but they were mm-hmm. delayed by like a good 20 seconds so you're going oh what do you mean by um, anyway oh, like, oh god, god horrendous it was them early yeah. ones were a yeah. real like yeah. you know i get it it was it was like the wild west wasn't it if i was <laughs> trying something new but they were them ones where they didn't they hadn't worked out oh why don't we unmute a few people yeah like them i did ones where you're just you know, again, you could see everyone like going, <laughs> but everyone was totally like silent, and it was like it was like doing a monologue. You know what I yes. mean? It's... And then anything that's slightly rude or like you know smutty or toilet humoury, especially the ones before there were even any faces. So it was just you doing it down the lens <laughs> with like the M- the person who booked you in a little tiny box, looking a bit worried. No lols, just like watching, <laughs> oh, going like God. How will this pan out? It sh- it really teaches you just how noise that some response is important to because even like you know, I mean, uh, Julian, your joke, your jokes are much more of jokes. You know, they've got a real format of a setup, and then you hit them with a punchline. My stuff is more story based. But if I can feel it doing a story, and at the end of it, like you know, when you're doing it as and there's no audience sound, at the end still feels like. Da, 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 da. And it's just total silence. <laughs> when you're doing jokes, you're getting that silence every 25, 30 seconds. I feel I find that you have to have a kind of add on to the punchline to just yes. say a few more things as if just it's a, a real thing you've said. <laughs> <laughs> I just normally laugh myself after each one. <laughs> like Sid James. I always but find we that did, uh, me and Jenny did a, a charity gig, didn't we? Was it oh, a charity gig? You... <gasps> was it the one? Do you for... remember? And just just before we were going on, they they the organisers said, "Oh, can we what um, have no like like anything rude, rude and stuff because they're all like carers and learning difficulties and stuff like that." 
And um, we were messaging like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm trying to get you to go really rude just to fucking prepare them. I just went straight in with the comp bomb. I was like, let's Did just... You? Yeah, I think yeah, it was that's good. always you could somebody it's always good when you're doing a gig like that when they're like, Can everyone keep it a bit clean? I can't tell you just you need one you person to dive on the like, grenade in it. Tell you tell you like a little bit beforehand any kind of rules like that, not just yeah. before you're going on. Just the second yeah, yeah, before yeah. you go on. And as well, it was that was the one where you signed into the Zoom and it was like a hundred people watching a shared screen of a YouTube of a choir. Oh, God. It was like a and proper then, church kind of vibe, it, to yeah. it, wasn't it? And then, and then the guy who booked us <laughs> said Julian's to here for the sermon. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I could suck my own cock. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who'd booked us said to the organiser, um, the comedians are here, where should we go? And the organiser goes, keep the chat to text, please. And like told oh him God. off <laughs> in front of everyone. So we've already been like um, reprimanded before the gigs even started. And then they send us off to this like little quiet room where there was like three carers who were like, um, well, we're here to organise the comedy, but we don't want anything rude. And we're going to start letting people in soon. And so we had just found out that it was for carers, just found out that it had to be clean. And then one of the other acts opened with a bit about his fucking grandmother fucking yes. living with him. <laughs> and, who, and then the whole audience were like, Oh, really sad about it and I was like oh my stuff about shit in a bag is going to be fine <laughs> I think that's one of the ones where I muted anyway the, the laptop because I didn't want the like hardly any noise distracting yeah, yeah, me yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. sooner yeah. none so I just <laughs> muted it and that's I just uncovered the screen so it was just me doing like my stuff Saying, but that's such a risk. Julian told me that the other day that sometimes when he does them, he just covers the screens. Yeah. We can't see anything. And I've I was stopped like, doing that actually. Unless I was like, what if, doing new stuff, what if your laptop just shut down for like you know something happened technically, yeah, yeah. and for ten yeah. minutes you've not been doing the gig, your phone's yeah, over yeah, there yeah. silently and it's going, and you've basically you're just or talking someone's to having your a heart attack in the audience, <laughs> and like the, the paramedics are in there, and everyone's just like on edge, and I'm still <laughs> going. Blah, 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 blah. Somebody's <laughs> hanging themselves live. <laughs> you're there going. So my uh, my ex girlfriend is a vegan. <laughs> 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 They're just swinging on camera. And I'm um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just that's such a. Re I need to see them. Like I could. It's always hard to. I like, have got. I have got used to it. Like un. Like just doing it to them now. I do. Yeah. yeah it's. It's just the first few were just so weird, wasn't it? Do you find it hard to have your? Because you could, obviously when you put it on gallery mode, you can still see yourself in one of the things. Do you find that hard to not keep looking at yourself? Like it's like when you're on Skype and you're sort of you spend yeah. half the time staring at yourself rather than the person. You're I don't know. To. Sometimes it's quite helpful because if you're po if you're out, you can come to uh, not not that you're going to be out, but you can kind of. I don't mind it as much as when you're on stage in a live gig and you can see it, like there's a mirror. It's a mirror. At the back of the oh, room. that's the worst. worst. Yeah. I used to hate that so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I make eye contact with myself, I'm now body. cursed. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. It's the shape. You just realise how. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's unnatural to watch yourself. I can't watch footage of myself. You know what I mean? Like, um, I can I, sooner do that because then it's done and it's like, oh, that's just how it went. But if there's a mirror at the back of the room and you're like, if I look at that again, I'm going to notice that my nose is especially red and I look like a prick. And then you can't stop thinking about it. And then in your head, you're like, why does my hair look so greasy? I've just washed it. And 
this dress it looks crap like yeah, yeah. and also mirrors and I think when it's live different. it's more difficult because you have to be more you have to be connected to them yes but yes. on online it's kind of you could look at yourself and do it as well and, and really tell. <laughs> just watching yourself speak back to yourself yeah. yeah yeah i mean i don't look at myself but if you did notice yourself there it's not as bad i don't think i, I find it me. quite distracting i, I don't yeah, know I why because uh, like every now and again on this, I'm like, oh wow, that the sunlight is really making me look like the crypt keeper with my wrinkles. <laughs> um, and then you can't once you've noticed that, you're like, well, maybe I should do this or like. Yeah, it's yeah, you know, it's very tricky. Julian always checks himself like that, checks his t-shirt, <laughs> um, shows off his. Oh, I've got guns. Wimpy arms. <laughs> <laughs> look. Um, I keep going like that, and where I haven't been working out as much, it's just getting smaller and smaller. Are you not, are you not doing your? Oh, that's, cool. oh, that's good. For, for this, uh, Jenny just showed off her bicep. Oh, um, that gave so me a if real. You want, if you want to see that? Sign up to Patreon. If you're a creep. <laughs> um, the, the light wasn't good. Two pound a month. See some skin. <laughs> what? Um, so, have you been working out, Jenny? <laughs> um, yeah, it doesn't work? look like it. Um, yeah, do you, my, do you work out and stuff? Yeah, um, like at home. I used to be a personal trainer, and then I had about did you? five years of just doing no exercise whatsoever. Why didn't um, you do that, like Zoom personal training and stuff? Could be asked. Oh, okay, fair <laughs> point. Perfectly valid answer. That's all getting a job and also exercising. It's like <laughs> it's double whammy, uh, man. <laughs> um, um, it is hard. Like I. I, I, I've not done any exercise almost since last March. And uh, the other day I went to do some pull-ups. And fuck, man, when you've not done them in about nine you months. You can get out of it quick. Uh, it's like, hard. It's really hard. Man. I hadn't like, just... gone to the gym in a couple of years. And I went into the gym for the first time for ages. And I thought, I'm just going to bang out 10 pull-ups. And I jumped. <laughs> and I did I did one. And my face was like, fuck. Yeah, and then yeah. I just had to pretend I was just hanging, just stretching out a little yeah. bit. <laughs> <laughs> I just, that's what I wanted to do. Well, no, I mean, in your defense, it is actually very good for you just hanging like that. It's really good it for is, your back. Yeah. Oh, is uh, it? Yeah, just hanging. I've got because that's what I've got this chin it's up. It's one of the best things you can do for your shoulders. Is it's just really hang I, I have like bad shoulders. Thirty that's, seconds. So I should exercise because my, I've got bad shoulders. That when I exercise, they just they're much better. And when I don't, they basically the longer I don't exercise for, the more painful they are when I wake up in the morning. So at the oh, minute, gosh. I wake up every morning in like sort of stiff and painful, but that that somehow I've managed to convince myself that that is not as bad as doing exercise. <laughs> like, I, just, I just can't be asked. Like, so, um, but I do need to start. So I, yeah, the other day I just thought I'm gonna do some, just a little bit like, and I, I did some pull-ups and they're so hard when you've not done them in ages. You can get good at them quite quickly though, yeah. if you keep doing them, even if you do one or even if you do like negative ones where you get yourself up yeah, yeah, and just yeah. lower yourself. Or even the little ones, just start with them half ones. They're so much easier, Yeah, anything, they? It, they do, it does get warmed up. I did a press-up challenge in the summer. Um, and did you my, win? Um, I lived, so yes. How many, um, what was the challenge? Win, to do, I think it was something like 520 days or something. So not, oh, it was right, 20, 25 per day, if that's the correct maths. Yeah. Um, which is quite hard. Um, but now I'm hemp. 25 a day. 25 a day. But it, I mean, it depends how you're doing them. If you're doing Not one, doing them on my knees. One every half an hour, that's all right. <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> who does them on tricky. their knees? People who, people who 
haven't done many. Yeah, oh, that's but I, did, I know I, it I sounds rude, but that's the one you often see. Like they say, like lady push-ups. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I'm not saying that. I'm saying no. that's what. What I've are heard you yeah, like? You're so women are so weak. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact I was like, I'm not saying that. Julie, I'm not going to say, I'll say it. Tiny hollow bones. Um, um, I my housemates pull-ups are throwing. more difficult for women yeah. just stru structurally, and like women are tend to be stronger from the hips down, don't they? I don't know. Like then, men are sort of more muscle mass from like the top part of their body. This is just science. What? This is just me guessing at science. This is this is this is YouTube videos. That's what it is. What did you say? Your your flatmate's got a rowing machine. Yeah, yeah. That's we were two. We talking to that's got a rowing machine. Oh, we can't say actually. Oh yeah, we can say. We going out on the episode. We're going out on the same day, but we we chatted to Al Murray for a hundredth episode, and he bought a rowing machine. And he swears by it. He said he's been doing like an hour a day and the, like, the weight's just falling off him. I did half an hour yesterday and I'm walking like I've shit myself. Yeah, it's like, brutal. It's, it's your all bumps, it's your entire whole back. body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. Like the I first time you go on one in ages, like two minutes of it is so hard. Like the first, you, you get to like the second minute and you're like, well, I can't do this. This is yeah. That's <laughs> the hardest. Even jogging like the first five minutes, it's yeah, like yeah. your head's just telling you, you can stop, you can stop, yeah. you can yeah, stop. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, you, I'll just give in. Because right, you then. can. There's no, you know, yeah. there's no one. You're not but I mean, you can, monitored. yeah. You're yeah. the boss. <laughs> <laughs> but if you tell somebody else you're going to do half an hour, then it makes you do half yes. an hour. The hardest bit is getting your PE kit on and telling somebody you're going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've yeah. done those things, you can do it. Yeah, yeah, Definitely. Yeah. That's my personal training um Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's half the battle starting, isn't it? What's the, um? how long were you my a personal mantra. trainer for? Approximately one month. You would, oh, really? <laughs> I So I qualified and then I trained some of my pals and then I um, personal trained for a boot camp in the park in Brook Green. Um, but my clients were... Really? Yeah. And Why? I just thought, don't want to do it. And it was... Oh, really? Now month. you see them all in the doctor's surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Their diabetes. <laughs> what... Um, <laughs> So how how long how would you how long do you have to train to become a, a personal trainer? I did it I did it part time while I worked in the um, sperm place. So I was I was a receptionist in that personal trainer at the weekends every other weekend for like five months. Yeah, and then also starting to gig. So being a personal trainer and starting myself self-employed comedian too much yeah, just pick one and do it well yeah, and how yeah, long yeah. is the course what a couple of years is it um no it was like five months or something i think six months what to become a personal trainer from zero to weekends it's just about wiping machines down <laughs> but you need to know about anatomy muscles um yeah yeah you know you need to, I think learn to know that. the basics to become a personal trainer that yeah that five months or so, it's, it's not that long but then the ones that go on to become really good ones yeah. stay learning and yeah. they start learning more about yeah. nutrition and everything yeah. don't and they? how so, like it's oh, updated isn't it well. you what you're qualified I was, nutritionist. I was a qualified nutritionist as well how did, was that from university no that was um part of the personal oh, training course yeah. but um all i learned from that is fat is good sugar's the devil yeah 
um but that that's two sentences <laughs> what was enough. that about like your macros like getting your your fats carbs and proteins and stuff like that it's all that kind of stuff is it I don't know. Don't I'm trying to pretend I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> if you can, if you have to drink milk, drink it warm from the cow with all the fat and everything still in it. Um, meat, fat. This is a vegan podcast. Oh right? yeah, sorry, yeah. But I we cut think that bit out. What I like, I mean, that would also put off a lot of meat eaters who have milk. The yeah. fact that the th- I think them thinking about what it is and actually yeah, if you yeah. drank it in this natural state, yeah. then you're a creep yeah you know i mean just sucking <laughs> yeah. on some cow tits yeah but i think yeah. um yeah like I've, I've, I've thought that for even when i was pre-vegan you know mm. for years i always thought milk was gross i only yeah. had it you know i had a little bit of my tea mm. i wasn't i drink the thought of drinking a glass of milk i thought was such a weird thing to do if you're not three years old <laughs> so you know i always thought like when i yeah, even soy milk and all, i always thought was more normal than cow's mm. milk for a mm. human so that was that predated my vegan's lifestyle by years right a lot of that a lot of my meat eating was begrudging it was like well i like the taste of it even though i know it's disgusting yeah (laughs) yeah literally a slab of dead thing i know so it was i just had to i used to sort of hold my nose and do it so if anything like yeah i'm the opposite in that sort of you know it wasn't a hassle going vegan i found it very easy because it was like all right i might i I think everything's gross i might as well just give it up (laughs) yeah yeah um, uh-huh. I did a year of not buying any meat at all, and um, I accidentally bought some it. jelly babies on the. <laughs> no, if if I got given a plate of food with yes. meat on it, I could have it. Um, or if there was a free meal at a gig, I could have ch- chicken. Um, I accidentally bought some jelly babies on a motorway, um, in a services, not from somebody with a bucket of them <laughs> on the side, and um, and I got to the point where I d- was a bit disgusted by meat by the end yeah, of the yeah, year. Yeah. Um, it is even that yeah the gelatin stuff is just weird isn't it I, again there's just things I always just look back and go like that. yeah I always thought that's weird why are they putting beef in sweets yeah well, <laughs> it doesn't yeah. make any sense <laughs> it has no business me. here yeah it doesn't in an apple flavoured um, sweet yes um, gelatin yes rough in it why do they do that it's for the texture maybe I think it gives it that squishy plus they can probably buy smoke. the beef gelatin for cheap off of like the flaws of abattoirs. It's <laughs> such a horrible image, isn't it? But it's also true. Um, I forgot what I was about to ask you. <laughs> so that's the end of that question. Um, what else has been going on? What have you? Have you been? Do you eat? Are you somebody who eats? Have you, having done personal training, is it something you're like? Has it kept you within a level of health? You know, you're not somebody who's suddenly going to go right. I'm just going to eat a loaf of bread a day and drink 10 book glasses of wine. I have to say, I don't think that I am a, like a fitness, health, nutrition person at all. Like I haven't been to the gym since I qualified as a personal trainer, um, which was in 2012. Nailed it, I'm out. Got to the top of the tree, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. I've invented a fourth meal, afternoon lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love I mean, my booze. Nice. Have you ever have you ever ventured into the breakfast puddings? Oh yeah, oh I've yeah. Been doing, that is one that I've really, I've really nailed What's down that, over like the years. A breakfast dessert. Yeah, just yeah. have a dessert for with breakfast. I do that on the reg at the weekend. Go and get a pecan Danish to have mm-hmm. with your coffee after boiled egg, sorry, and toast. Yeah. Um, 
mean, the weekends what are. What dessert do you have after breakfast? Chicken Danish. Oh yeah, I mean, they have, they, I um, I baked a cake the other day, so after breakfast it was like oh, I'll have a little slice of cake. Just, <laughs> just. We've got some cake here. It was my housemate's birthday last week, so we've got some cake. It's Maybe so that'll mean. be. I really feel like it now. Oh, it's, uh, it's yeah, really I made it. I made Danish. A, I made a Turkish delight chocolate cake. It's basically a chocolate cake with rose water in it to give it the Turkish delight flavour, but it's um, it's very nice. Wow. But yeah, I've just my I've eaten. I I, I genuinely think, um, I should be massive the way I've eaten <laughs> during lockdown. Like, I, but I've actually I'm only about a kilogram and a half, two kilograms over what I was at the start. Which, considering I've done no exercise, I've drunk loads, yeah. and I eat non-stop. I genuinely think it's having a baby means you're constantly up and about and moving and standing yeah, up, yeah. like getting down. So it feel, you're basically accidentally doing squats all day. You've got a kettlebell like, that you're that yeah. you're handling all like the you're time, carrying around one and arm. Yeah. So actually, I genuinely think I'm lucky because I reckon if we hadn't had a baby, I would be. Oh, I'd be coming back from lockdown. In a I'd be like comically, people would be messaging in WhatsApp groups. I just gigged with Carl Donnelly. He is massive, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh yeah. I, I'm try, I keep trying to think who's going to be the comedian that comes back the most different from um, pre-lockdown. I got really into snacks in the first lockdown and I've carried it through now. Love it. Yeah. But um but I'm losing weight, so I think I might have worms, yeah. <laughs> worms or something. Chronic anxiety. Yes, I think I might I'm enjoying your jaw. snacks. <laughs> worms is a worms. I always thought worms was like a fake thing that my mum used to tell me I'd get when I was a I kid. Get, I used to get worms all the time as a child. It's, so it is what does it what is it? It's a worm in your track. Is it actually a real worm, like a live worm? Sometimes it's more than one. Oh fuck! And it just—what do they? Do they eat? But your they're food? very, very tiny, aren't they? They're not like garden worms. They lay eggs the size of grains of rice. That's still big. In where inside your belly? They lay them in, in, at and your, in your intestine. They come out at night and lay eggs around your asshole. Oh my god! And I don't, oh, I, don't I don't know if that happened when I was a child. But Imagine I know with the little poor little worm babies being born in someone's <laughs> arsehole. <laughs> That's not a good start to life, It's man. not a good start. They've got no chance, have they? Um, <laughs> what length to the worms? What can, they grow? can they grow quite long? It depends what species of worm you've got. Right. But there, there are some that you take a tablet to kill the worm, and then you have to like, oh, like on. a ribbon out of you, and you have to just keep pulling. Yeah. yeah. What do you or, mean, like pull a giant long worm <laughs> out of your ass? Yeah, 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 and it's long. Fuck. This isn't what I had, but I've heard about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's the old. So I've just heard about it. Friend of Told me. Is tapeworm different to that kind of, those kind no, of I think worms? Tapeworm is that is what it is? Pull out. I do, oh yeah, I've heard they're quite long. Oh God. So, and what, so and genuinely... you have to like tempt it out by putting a little bit of food near you. Oh, come on. <laughs> you can't just walk I don't know. You've got to set a trap for it. Yeah, yeah. It comes out for a bit of snack off your back. Yeah, you can just grab it. Hover over a little <laughs> yeah. worm. All your, mate, all your mates are waiting with baseball bats. There's something <laughs> where you get it to bite up. onto a pencil. You get it get to bite him. onto a pencil. And then you turn. Oh my it. god! Come oh, on, god. this is not how we thought. I don't know if any of that's towards true. the end of the podcast talking about worms. I've just never had. I've just heard the word. You know, I always thought it was like a 
a fake thing. Not fake, but when people say you've got worms, I thought it'd be like, oh, it's, it's actually a bacteria that, you know, means your food doesn't get broken down or something. So you're not taking, you can't put on weight. I didn't know it was actually a proper worm that eats. It's, a, it's quite a, a common thing, isn't it? I suppose. It's like dogs the get of the earthworm in your body. Oh, yeah, I just had to deworm yuck. my dogs actually, like not do anything to their ass, but like give them a tablet. <laughs> Did you do the pencil thing? Yeah. They can deal with their dramas themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I just give them like a half a tablet and a. Uh, they eat it. It's not a tablet yeah. up in the batty. Do they do the no, thing not, they, not in their they... batty. Do they do um, it where they run, run along, but drag it like down a hill and drag their bum behind them? They do do that. That's what wow. that's got an itchy hoop. Well, uh, if any listeners have been affected by any of the things we talked about, <laughs> there's a phone line. I'm not <laughs> a full doctor yet. No. There's a phone line, and it ain't my number. <laughs> <Yeah>, it <does. laughs> it's, um, it's Jenny's surgery. Sorry, it's descended um, into this. It's fine. So no, can I'm, you I... get us a, an appointment at your doctor's? Like, can we skip the queue and stuff if we need to? Can our patrons um, want, like, that, get any I'll perks? See your medical history. You know, you go to the doctor and you think whatever embarrassing you're going about, that they've all seen it all before and they won't like take the piss or anything like that. One yeah. of my colleagues comes into the back room and she goes, this guy coming in in five minutes, problem with dick. Oh, really? Yeah, of course. I, that, I, I think that's a myth when people say, like, doctors aren't going to laugh about stuff. Squeamish. Like, yeah. they, I think, you know, they're happy to deal with everything. They're not going to, you're not going to get your knob out if you've got a problem. They're going to go, <laughs> They're going to deal with it. But then afterwards, obviously not think when they're out with their mates that night, if they're having a pint. That they're guy's go... cock stank, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's Is a it your round, stick. <laughs> Of course there's going to be, like, you that know. That guy had one tiny dick, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I and I don't. I wouldn't expect anything less. I don't think that's a betrayal of their job or trust. Ooh. I think they're off shift. The moment they get off shift, or even if they're on shift with their workmates, they can laugh at any part of my body, man. Knock yourselves out, guys. Enjoy yourselves. Um, but anyway, on that note, we should probably wrap it up. Um, it's been really fun catching up again, Jen. Thanks for coming back on. Thanks for having me. Um, we'll come. We'll get you back on in a few months when you're in your next career. <laughs> In your next house, you're always moving. I will say that. I said that to my wife. I said, "Oh, we've got Jenny Collier coming on," and she went, "Oh, she, I, I, I mean, I, I think she, she's moved from around here now." And she said, "Oh, she's always moving. She is." Am, well, my wife yeah. knows that. Um, that is, you know, um, word on it, the street. Word on the street is you're always on the move. Like she's always shark. a shark. You're running always from the pavement. What's um? <laughs> don't mean, you don't have to answer that Julia's was a call back to worms don't worry about oh, it oh right uh, what, <laughs> um yeah it's um is it just yeah i suppose it's what it's just some people like staying on the move or is it you know don't get on with flatmates quite easily it's, no it's that uh, the last house but i you lived just in left rent arrears all over london you had a, what? <laughs> a leaky roof a leaking roof um and my room's not like a mushroom farm no. When I lived in Wilson Junction, I lived in a tiny little room. That um, was when you lived around the corner from me. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, I lived literals on the high street, and um, my room was tiny, even tinier than this lolworthy room. Yeah. And cell, I call it. And then um, leases run out, pieces of the ceiling fall down. <laughs> They're like a bargain, but that usually means you've reached the end of that. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Thing. Well, there we go. Um, we'll find out where you are next time. Correct. <laughs> Once every six months, you have to check in. <laughs> Be like a sort of grandmother. We like to, we just like to check in and see how you're getting on. Um, any, any, anything to plug? Should people just follow you online? 
just donate some cash. <laughs> <laughs> give me money. <laughs> Please give me money. No, I don't, I'm not plugging anything. I'm not even making any videos at the moment because I'm so goddamn busy saving oh, lives. It's hard, isn't it? Reluctantly saving lives. One bag of chips. Right I've been doing a weekly video for Instagram where I'd, it's a silly thing called "What's in the Box," and even that I find like feels like it takes more effort than it should, considering it's a five-minute silly video. Does it bring you a bit of income though? No, it's just um, <laughs> it's purely for fun, and it uh, people like it. It gets quite yeah, a lot of yeah. views, and it's picked. You know, it has moved my Instagram followers up. Well, that's a fair it. Bit. That's the, but like, it's all about, it's, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's, it, about, it's about clout, and that's it. And it's fun. I really like doing it. I, I, I like filming it, and then uh, yeah. once it's out, I like pick the responses and chatting to people yeah, about yeah. it. But the actual like editing it is fucking boring, man. It's really because it's. What do you edit in? In like. I use an app called Splice, which is a oh. very good, uh, like, um, smartphone video editor. Splice. And all it is, I film myself basically for about 12 minutes, uh, opening my odd box each week. Uh, and it's me genuinely reacting to what fruit and veg I'm getting. It's it's much funnier than it sounds. But uh, <laughs> I, I, then, I, have just, I just basically fuck around for 12 minutes and like, make funny voices and sounds. I bet there's loads of like phallic ones, right? Loads. And like, <laughs> it's just like, it's that, that's the, the thing is just reacting. But then obviously having to edit from 12 minutes down to five, I, all I do is I cut out chunks so that it's very snappily, quickly yeah, edited yeah. to make it funny. Yeah. And fun, it's just, yeah, it takes ages. Yeah. Sort of, and with so. Splice, that's easy, is it? It just makes it really easy. It's very easy, but it's still quite time consuming for a five, six minute video <clears> or whatever. It still takes I've me. I just like, wrote Splice down. I might get it. it. I've written it, it a, before on my notes from you, but I've never used it. Is it, is, is it better than iMovie? Yes, uh, for, for for shooting and editing on your phones, I think it's much better. Okay, Viva is it, Video is quite good. Oh, another one is InShot's very good actually. InShot's well. more for pictures though, isn't well, it? Well, InShot is to... you can have sh you can have picture in picture, so you can have a video here like of me chatting, and then I could say like, and uh, has anyone seen the new thing about so and so? And their picture you could have come up in the corner, and you could chat about ah. it. So it, you can make it. Uh, InShot's quite good for making little professional videos. Splice down the line green are we talking um i think you can i don't know i bought splice quite a few years back when it was like 25 quid to buy outright and i think it might have gone up now um but i just bought it then so i get i get it updated all the time for free um but i'll wait till i'm promoted to consultant and then I'll, um, <laughs> i think InShot is about 23 pounds outright you should do little videos from the surgery, like little I know, hidden I camera stuff. <laughs> of you telling people to fuck off. Of you doing prostate exams. <laughs> oh, God. Um, don't do that, please. I'm sure that's illegal, isn't it? To film a prostate exam? Yeah, I yeah. reckon it might, be, it might be frowned upon by the Crown Prosecution Service. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you doing it? Uh I um so people can check people can follow you on Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, Jen Jen Collier. Jen Jen Collier, Julian. We just any business. Just thank our patrons who. Thanks, uh, patrons. Um, new patrons. I really appreciate some new patrons it. Signed it's up nice, this week. isn't it? Yeah, they get to see us uh, catch up, and um, they get to watch the videos of the podcast to see what people's bedrooms are like. Ed Clues did a really funny uh, cartoon. Oh my god! Didn't check it, it out. It's on our really Instagram. good, isn't it? Ed Clues uh, did an animation of us talking about. Um, Gene How Kelly. fit Gene Kelly is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so everyone can see that online. So that's it. 
that's the end of the podcast. It's been very fun. Thanks. Thanks to Jenny for listening, Collier. everybody. Um, review on iTunes and rate and stuff okay. and all of that stuff. Did I say so. that right? I think so. You know, yeah, that too. Thanks, Jenny. Please. Take it easy. I'm not a diet of AIDS in an alleyway.